Hello, hello. I was on mute there. Um, gonna go live. Haven't done it in a while. And it's vendor topic. And hey, Steven. What's up, Joey? The, I'm gonna let the build up here. Maybe see if I can catch any questions or points of interest in the chat box as I go along here. But one of the things I wanted to talk about is that dealer vendor relationship. Hey, Patrick, what's up? Mr. Fuse, like to uh, keep track of you on your bike, Patrick, and I've uh, been just starting to road bike here lately and really liking it. And just got my clipless shoes this weekend, so I'm trying that out this morning. But anyways, um, vendor partnerships with dealerships. I'm bringing this on up because I've been on both ends. I was on the retail end for almost 10 years from 1997 to 2005 and on the vendor end uh, from 2005 to 2013 and then my own company uh, 2013 till now, uh, five years now. Um, it'll be five years September 1st. So uh, one of the things that the reason why I'm bringing this up, I happened to go to the cars.com corporate office last Monday, a week ago, got to meet with Alex Vetter and his crew there. And they've got a wonderful facility and it's just what they're doing. And um, so digging in there because they wanted to hear from, you know, my ideas about how our dealers, you know, how they are reflecting to our dealerships, how our dealerships see them compared to other services and so forth. And so it was just eye opening what they're trying to do to, you know, give more value to the dealers. And, um, and again, our perspective, because we deal with our, our clients on a weekly basis, we talk to them week in and week out. Matter of fact, the reason why I feel like I can talk about that vendor world as an outside perspective, even though I'm a dealer or our vendor, we talk with our dealers every week and a lot of our dealers look for insight on vendors like, hey, Jason, hey, Lopop, what do you guys think about AutoTrader, Cars.com, CarGurus, what should we do here? What's, you know, what's good results? So they get, our dealers look to us for advice on these other vendors. Now, twofold, I want to talk again back about my retail experience. When I was on the retail end, I made sure I took advantage of my vendors. And what I mean by that is I'm spending two, three, four, five, ten, twenty thousand $20,000 with these vendors. And I made sure I reached out to them and got some best practices, got some other insider ways to use their system other than um, just getting leads from, for example, AutoTrader. Um, we got plenty of leads from them, plenty of traffic from them, but I, I learned how to use their back end to benefit our reporting. I learned how to use their website and actual links like customers, like back then we could do view similar vehicles. And so that car that a customer's looking at on AutoTrader, I can click on view some of the vehicles and eight others showed up just like it. And it was a, it was a unique link that didn't link to AutoTrader, it's just my inventory. So I use that and my email communications. This is back in 2001 and two before CRMs would actually, you know, show similar vehicles. We would use AutoTrader as a way to show customers similar vehicles in our site. So not only to have a great relationship with my, my performance manager or my account manager, I use the system and then their, their stuff in other ways than just generating leads. So I made sure I maximize my communication. So one, I think not a lot of dealers do act proactively with their vendors 
call them up, ask them to come in the store, ask them to help them train some of the reps, ask them about the new products, ask them about the reporting on the back end, what numbers should I look at? I'm talking generically here, but I also feel like, you know, on the vendors end, there's a lot of lack of communication. That's one thing I was talking to cars.com about was the rep. It's a people's game, no different than for car dealers. You want to build relationships with your customers to sell cars. Well, vendors need to build that relationships with their dealers. One of the things that, you know, we're talking about with cars.com because they're asking about their back end reports and things like this. And I was kind of blatantly honest with them. I said, well, I don't know if a lot of the GMs and sales managers that you're trying to appeal these reports to actually look at this. I'm usually deferred to the internet manager and stuff. So that just would be lack of communication before. And it doesn't matter if it was cars.com or auto trader or car gurus or whatever services out there. I find that to be the case um, with a lot of the, well, a lot of the companies when I talk to our dealers, they're like, well, I don't know what that login is, or I've never been in the back end, or I haven't heard from a rep in a few months. But I also put on the, again, I put it on the backs of the dealers. Well, reach out to them, call, get your account. Cause a lot of times a dealer would just cancel account. Well, I understand why a dealer would cancel account sometimes. If I haven't heard from my rep three, four, six months, or last time I heard from them, they're just trying to sell me something. Or I haven't seen many leads from them. And all I'm looking at is the email leads that I'm getting and what I'm closing. And so I might get 20 calls and emails and only sold one, but I spent five grand and I haven't heard from my rep. So of course, canceling that service just doesn't hurt anything. It's You're trying to save that money and you don't see a big reflection on uh, you know, the reason to keep them around. But Again, those those services, those listing sites are pushing traffic other ways and just calls and emails. Only 20% of the people submit a lead that way anyways. So the other 80% are walking in your door, printing maps, um, just showing up, maybe walking a lot on a Sunday with your clothes or at night if you're closed on Sundays or in the evening time. So again, that relationship from the rep, the rep being in the store, talking to the decision makers, the dealers, the general managers, general sales managers. And I know we're too, a lot of times as a dealer, a general manager, we're too busy to deal with some of that stuff. But just the key points of certain things that they want to keep an eye out and or the results. And one of the things I, you know, I brought up back, um, when I was at a dealership, I think it was Auto by Teller, one of those companies, it really doesn't matter, but I was considering um, at that time canceling their service because I would track and trend things out for 90 days as a fair assessment of whoever I was tracking. And again, I forgot the company's name, but you know, the rep, I haven't seen a rep in a year probably. And they came in and un unannounced. So I'm gonna tell you as a vendor, don't go in unannounced, plan your, plan your trips. He came in unannounced and not that I was too busy for him or anything like that, but I was distracted. And so, the, you know, spent two minutes cordial. Hey, how's it going? How things been? And then not even two minutes into it, he's on a sales pitch trying to get more money out of me. I'm like, who are you? I haven't heard from you in a long time. I've already considered, you know, canceling you due to your numbers. And now you're coming in and you're just trying to pitch me on something. And so I did cancel him, but I also, I broke down why again, based on the performance over the last 90 days, and then added the fact that I haven't seen or heard from them, and all you want to do is sell me something. So two, twofold here. Again, dealers, reach out to your reps. Get them in the store. As a dealer or general manager, at least here's some of the things that are key points, and maybe ask them to email you once a week or once a month with some key uh, 
key focal points on what you're good at, what you're bad at this, this month and what, what can be worked on and what can make it better. Even if you want to, but after doing that for three, four, six months, then you could say, Hey guys, I've been showing you last six months. You've been suffering in this area here. Here's a product that we have that can help improve that. Now I can actually ask for that sale as a vendor, right? Cause I've given you some added value. So, but dealers again, go in and make sure you reach out to your reps, maximize their training sessions, their workshops, get the salesman or the rep into the store to help with the staffing and other ways to use their system. But vendor in, and again, I can, I'm a vendor, but I also talk to my accounts every week and I'm, I get a good feel for them. Um, and again, they lean on us on, on some evaluations. But as a vendor, um, when, I, I'm, when I'm going to talk, I, I was with V Auto for eight, over eight years. I had 158 accounts when I had them and I had to touch each once every month and I had to give them some best values. I went in with my other ideas on my retail and I did a lot of experience. Uh, a lot of my experience was on the internet. So I'm helping dealers with the used car management, but I also give them some internet tips. Hey, what's going on with the leads? How are you handling these leads? And how's your website and your layout of your website? So even if I didn't have something on the V auto end to give them some upsell because they knew the product really good and they were using it, I would bring in other things and other best practices that I knew from retail sales on internet management. So as a vendor, bring in value because again, that earns the trust and value. And, and just like a customer on a showing floor, you can't go for the sale the first time. You got to earn their, earn their business, earn their, show them the product knowledge, get the customer excited about the vehicle and then ask for the sale. Do the same thing as a vendor. Educate them on your services, your product, the results, and then go in for the sale. Don't just you know, follow up here and there and then tell them about a new product. So I'm bringing that up again, just due to my visit. It was a great crew there at cars.com. They're doing a lot of things for dealerships, trying to make them better. I think I, there's great cars.com's rep out there. I'm not telling what's telling them that they're, you know, that the reps aren't bad or good or anything like that. It was just the fact that it's a people's game and they need to realize that as much as that back end of their system is cool and all the reporting that they have, I mean, it's phenomenal the reports that they have, but we also got to engage with the people at the store. So then they're, able to give you an ear to listen. So schedule an appointment as a vendor, get in the door, show them the value. As a dealer, push these reps to get into your store, force them in, and that makes you better. Oh, and one of the best practices, I had some really, really good operators when I was with Viato. And these are the type of stores as a vendor, I would go in and you would think you wouldn't have to worry about those accounts because they're so good. But when I walked in the door and visited with them, the first thing they asked was, what do you got for me, Jason? And again, these were guys I was using as poster childs going, these guys are great operators there's hardly anything I can critique or bring to them. But as, as a rep, I appreciated that because it, it forced me to get better. It forced me walking to that door. I knew I had to come to something at, to the table with them, either an idea of another dealership's use, another system in the tool, and a, another thing in the tool that they didn't use or didn't maximize or they didn't know existed or was a new product that we just pushed out there as far as a, an upgrade. Not Again, I wasn't asking for sales. But I knew going into that store, the first thing I was asked, what do you got for me? And I'm like, hey, guys, I use you as a poster child. So I'm hoping you had something for me so I can bring to my other stores jokingly. But, you know, that, again, as a dealer, push them, push your vendors because it just forces them to bring more to the table for you. Last thing I wanted to mention is to wrap up because I tend to like to only make these 10 minutes. I'm a little long already. What's up, John? How you doing? Hello. Hey, Dan, um, please catch the full version of this. I'm going to, I always upload my lives to YouTube and the podcast so you can hear them too. But um, the last thing I wanted to do is I want to do a lot pop university, uh, a, a lot pop workshop. And September is our 
five-year anniversary and I'm gonna offer actually the first workshop I'm gonna do I want to see what kind of turnout I can get but also I want to see you know run it through uh, with everybody I want to and, and I'm gonna plan on two three levels I'm gonna bring in inventory management when these practices can be due for so non clients or clients either way if you're a client or a non client bring staffing I'm gonna do a inventory management best practices internet process best management and marketing uh, plan on bringing marketing and I'm hopefully bringing somebody as a speaker to that but I want to do a workshop it can be intimate I'm gonna it depends on the turnout I, I have a facility here my conference room I can fit is seven people but if there's 20 30 people I, I'll go get a facility to do it and again for a seventh anniversary I want to kind of give back I've done all these videos and tips and give back anyway so it's kind of uh, fivefold fifth anniversary but uh, a celebration for that do a workshop and again client if you have people in house that you want to get deeper dive hands on show up non client I'll start announcing it soon we're hoping to maybe do it in September it might be too short notice if it ends that's fine if it's too short notice I get extended out but look for that on Facebook I'm gonna probably put a registration on some mailers I do in Facebook it's the only people we can get registered to that because I think it'd be great you know La Pop University and just a whole workshop on how to break everything down in inventory management and process management on leads uh, if you need anything, give me a call, 844-LOPOP4, my cell, 314-568-2754. Email me at jrice.lopop.com. Got free uh, inventory evaluations on our website. Also, check and like Facebook page, our YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Again, all this stuff gets posted to there and uh, podcast on iTunes and so forth. Thanks, everybody, for attending. Hope this is helpful. Um, again, get with your vendors. Push them. I like it when my dealers push me. Like I said, it brings more to the table. And then if not, um, I'll be announcing the workshops. Let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. Hopefully uh, see some hands raised there. And thank you for your time.